Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking with Allison Kate about friends, depression, and music. Hey guys, how's it going? I am so, so, so excited to share with you guys today an interview I did today with Allison Kate. She is my gorgeous sister-in-law who is the first teen that I have invited to come on the Teen Life Coach podcast. Allie has just so many amazing insights into life and I just felt like it would be super useful for you guys to get to hear from another teen and hear how she deals with depression and friends and fitting in and drama and we talk about all the things so I'm super excited for you guys um, to hear this one I know it's a long but it's a good one and um, stay tuned till the very end I have included a song that Allie wrote about depression and it is gorgeous so you definitely don't want to miss that all right now on to the interview Welcome to the podcast. Hey. How are you doing? So good. How are you? So good. All <laughs> right, guys. So Allie is my beautiful sister-in-law. She is a senior in high school, and she is a super talented musician. So um, she also is, like, just such a confident, fun person. So I just wanted to invite her on the podcast to just um, talk about herself and her perspective on life and music and stuff. So, and I love like you're just so like not afraid to be yourself. And one way you've embraced that is she has this pair of like mom jeans <laughs> that you have <laughs> embroidered a Mountain Dew cup on. <laughs> I embroidered so many things on that. Like I don't remember what all was on there. I just I don't know. My mom hates them. <laughs> there are flowers. No, I know she hates them. So. We went shopping over the summer, and <laughs> Alan picked out this very, like, um, baggy. Like big pair of men's jeans. From you know, <laughs> back, my mom was like, those are the ugliest things I've ever seen. You're never going to Goodwill again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But she, like, she's so cute. You're so cute, and you can just pull anything off. And so <laughs> you were just like, I don't care. I'm going to wear them anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, loved that moment because I was just like, I love that attitude. I wish, like, more teens had that attitude of, like, you know, because people, like, people tell you negative things about yourself all the time, and just being able to be, like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, this is me. <laughs> like, that's fine. You can think that. But, <laughs> hey, <life's short>. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, do you have any advice to teens, like, trying to be themselves, and they're, like, afraid to be themselves? Well, I look at it, like, when I look at what friends I want to attract, Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to act fake because then I'm going to attract the wrong people that I don't really get along with. But if I'm being myself, then I'm going to attract people that like me for who I am. And you're more comfortable anyway. So, like, 
win-win. Yes. I totally love that. Cause otherwise it's like, okay, I'm trying to get these people I don't really like to like me. And everyone's just being fake. And right. It's stressful <laughs> and not fun. <laughs> and you are totally not afraid to be real. I love that. That's so, that is such good advice. Like, cause yeah, in high school, I feel like everyone's very much like trying to keep up an image. And then yeah. you just don't have real friends because of that. That just causes drama. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I was going to ask you about that with drama, because we talked about drama. Right. <laughs> so, like, actually, can you, would you mind sharing a little bit about the story we kind of talked about over the summer? How you just kind of, like, were sharing, like, just dealing with drama and stuff? Yeah, like, um, it was just, like, a bunch of people bringing me into drama. Like, I don't know, I just didn't care, though, like, things that like they were starting uh -huh. they didn't matter like I don't like I, don't know, I have a hard time understanding how people start drama and, like how people care enough to like start this whole thing over like one little itty bitty thing because like really is it gonna matter in 10 years or five years or next week like no <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't just don't let yourself get caught up on it because that's just like holding grudges and starting drama and just dealing with that it's just a lot of work that doesn't need to be there yeah what well, even like being willing to walk away from it sometimes right yeah sometimes that's hard because like I know I like started hanging out with like a whole new group of friends just because like I didn't want to deal with the drama from the other group but like walking away that was really hard but I'm so much happier right now with the group of friends that I'm with so like I don't know it may be hard in the moment but it'll pay off in the end yeah totally I love that like that if you're if people aren't treating you the way you deserve to be treated like and it might be hard to walk away and like kind of break up with that friend group but like if you're willing to like do that in the moment like long run that will be so good for you to be yeah. able to find friends that you actually like really they care about you and they're they treat you good and like I was saying like you only have so much time in like each stage of your life whatever so like don't waste it on people and things that don't matter and don't bring you happiness yeah they help you grow as a person like those old friends they weren't helping me grow but yeah. these new friends have taught me so much so like um, yeah what do you feel like you've learned from like your new friends um I've learned to one look past the surface and like what other people think of them because like I've been doing this a lot lately now too like just everyone wants to share their opinion about people and they want to tell you what they think about them but like if I let what other people think then I wouldn't have like any of the friends that I do mm -hmm. so I don't know just don't judge people on what other people think uh, other people think of them judge them off of like your own experience with them and two where's I going with this <laughs> <laughs> oh I learned to just like kind of going along with that like just give everyone the best interest like um what's the word like opportunity benefit of the doubt yeah like you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's going on in their lives. So just treat them with kindness. Yeah. 
I, I love that you brought that up because I think that that's a big thing when you're like finding friends mm-hmm. is like that sometimes that's something that becomes very important to us that really shouldn't matter is like, okay, like these people seem kind of cool, but like, what does everyone else think of them? And like everyone else yeah. is cool, so they're weirdos. Like I probably shouldn't hang out with them. Right. Yeah, and if you hang out with them, they're going to think that about you too. Right. Right. <laughs> Because yeah, you're just trying to manage this image by the people you surround yourself exactly. with. Exactly. <laughs> versus just not caring. <laughs> I mean, I, throughout high school, I kind of just decided that I wasn't going to let stereotypes and rumors about people affect how I treat them. And I've met so many cool people that I'm thankful to have in my life. And I wouldn't have met them if I listened to what other people were saying. Yeah. If you weren't, like, willing to be open to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, like, really, you're having a better high school experience because of that, right? Whereas, otherwise, your experience would have been like this. Like, it would have been so limited. And really, like, you just need to, like, put yourself in their shoes. Like, like, obviously, like, there's people saying things about everyone. Like, I'm sure there's people saying things about me. But I wouldn't want other people to – I wouldn't want them – to stop them from like coming and talking to me and like make making friends with me so I don't want to do those other people yeah yeah like not saying mean things about other people or yeah. listening to it mm-hmm. yeah yes I love it Alex <laughs> <laughs> dude guys she's only 17 so much wisdom <laughs> awesome so um the next thing I wanted to ask you about was um how do you come up with ideas for your music? Like you have, you know, all these beautiful songs that you've written and they're all so unique. <laughs> like where does inspiration come from? Well, I think this is like with any form of art like in general. I love art just because like it's so expressive and you can like, I think really artists should, like art should be able to convey how one is feeling and I don't know like I just I like I had to like write songs for school projects and they were so hard because like I just wasn't passionate about it I didn't care but like if it's something that I really care about then it just kind of comes naturally yeah hold on hold on I have like these dumb shoes that I painted but like I don't know my friends are like how do you come up with these ideas I'm like I don't know they're just like they're fun to me. Like, I have my little sheet ghost because I, I wrote a song about a sheet ghost. Uh huh. And then I have like oh, bands awesome. that I like, a little bumblebee. I don't know, just like a bunch of things that mean something to me. So, like, for any of you that are looking to be expressive and put your thoughts and feelings into art, just let it come from your heart. Like, don't try and force it and say, like, oh, like, this is what everyone wants to hear or see. Like, this is what everyone else is talking about. Just make it personal. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And also pro- probably like, do you feel like a part of it is like being okay with like writing a bad song or like not trying to make it like perfect? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have plenty of bad songs. I have <laughs> notebooks full of unfinished songs, but still like, it's fun to like go and look back at them and retouch on them or think like, what was I thinking? But still like you learn from it. And it's still a way to, like I said, express yourself and use that as your outlet. So 
if I get that inside, then I don't know. And also, like, if I let fear stop me from writing songs or doing anything like that, like, then I wouldn't write any songs. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so because, what, Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> because if you have an idea, just go with it, roll with it, and see where it goes. Because maybe it won't go anywhere, but that's fine. And if it does, then there you go. But you'll never know unless you do it. Well, even just, like, having that creative outlet, right? Like, to be able to express yourself. And I bet, like, even some of your songs, like, your old notebooks are, like, almost a journal for you. <laughs> they really are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, the notes in my phone is filled with just random thoughts. Because, like, it'll be, like, the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I gotta write these down. Or, like, I'm in middle of class or out with my friends. And I'm like, oh, there's an idea. And I just put it in there. <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> it's a journal. <laughs> Um, so you kind of touched on, like, not being afraid of, like, writing things, and I wanted to ask you about, like, stage fright. Like, is that something that you <laughs> dealt with at all? Because <laughs> you oh, yes. all the time, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, um, I think around, like, seventh grade, I decided that, because, like, I hated performing for people. It was scary to me, but it was something that was important to me. Like, I really wanted to do it because I felt like my songs, because, like, I know other songs have touched me and helped me, and I wanted to do that for other people, but I couldn't do that if I was afraid. So I kind of just forced myself to like play and sing as much as I can. Like I was going to open mics like a couple of times a month. I would play for my friends or family as often as I could. I just kind of forced myself. I was like, hey, you're gonna hate this, but gotta do it. <laughs> it's kind of like working out. Like, it may suck in the moment, but in the end, it's going to benefit you. So like this, I just had to work out my stage fright muscles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> stage fright <laughs> muscles. I love it. Even just like fear muscles. Like guys, if you don't perform, like just like, if you know there's something you really want in life, like last week I talked about getting out of your comfort zone. If there's something you really want, like you know, even if it's scary, like, why not go for it? And like, yeah, it might kind of suck in the moment, but just do it anyways. And eventually, like, you'll get to the point where you're comfortable doing yeah. it. And you're doing something you love because of that. Mm -hmm. So you feel like that, like, really pushing it, though, and like, continuing that, okay, I'm going to keep performing. So do you feel like you're over your stage right now? Like, because you've you pushed through it so much, like, is it at the point where, like, you don't even feel afraid on stage? Or where's it at? <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's still hard, but also... I haven't been playing as much as I used to, so, like, my muscles, my stage fight muscles, they got weaker. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it depends on the crowd, too. Like, some some crowds are harder than others. Like, if it's, like, my peers and everyone I know, sometimes that's more stressful than, like, when I came to visit you and we mm -hmm. went to an open mic. I didn't know anybody there, and it was, just, like, a bunch of people that wanted to hear music, so, like, it w wasn't scary to me. But, um... Like I was saying, like, I was constantly playing for people, and I think a couple summers ago, I ended up playing at a church camp, it was at EFY, for, like, over 7,000 people. I wasn't scared at all, so you just gotta, wow. <laughs> you just gotta work on it and keep up with it. Yeah. If you let it slip, then maybe it'll be scary, but just work on it again and get it back up to where it was. Right. When, honestly, I think one thing that helps is just, like, worst case scenario, you know, it's like, okay, I, like, hit the wrong note or mess up on a chord or like you know and you feel like a little bit embarrassed about it but like 
and you're probably end, like, oh my gosh, everyone thinks I'm terrible. Oh, they're gonna make fun of me. Like, no, like right. they understand. Like, they're not perfect. <laughs> right. I think sometimes it's so easy to think like everyone else is thinking about us more than like they actually are. <laughs> yeah, we are our own worst critic. <laughs> yes, totally. And you probably feel that with being a musician too. Yeah. I sometimes I'm really hard on myself because like even with um in school and choir, like everyone in there has been playing instruments since they were like three years old and they know so much music theory. I'm like, I feel like an inadequate musician. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But I remember I went to a concert, it was Jack Johnson, and he was quoting Willie Nelson. He said, a good song only needs three chords and nothing but the truth. And that helped me a lot. Like, I had to remind myself that I was telling the truth. I was putting my heart into it, like, and that's what mattered. So that's what makes a good song. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, just being able to realize, like, what you can contribute to the world and not comparing yourself to where other people are at yeah yeah because there's always going to be someone better so everyone's always going to have it better so like but if you let that stop you then no one's going to progress right I love that that's beautiful <laughs> thank you <laughs> um and speaking of beautiful like so over the summer I heard you play your song your song shoes called shoes right yeah and I loved it I was like oh my gosh this song is amazing what like what was the inspiration for it so this one I went through a bout of depression and anxiety and it went like I don't know it just got really bad and it was weighing on me but I ended up talking to people and getting help I went and saw a therapist and then I was thinking one day I was like oh it's like because I I love shoes, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like all these old pairs of shoes. It was kind of like those shoes that I had, like those old rusty bands, rusty, crusty, nasty. All <laughs> <of them. laughs> but I started painting them and now they're like cute and fun again. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about that. I was like thinking like my mind is in my pair of shoes, my mind, my heart, whatever. And so like the first verse is talking about like I got these old pair of shoes and like they're broken they like can't do as much as they used to be able to and then um in the second verse I'm still like talking to like like what am I gonna do like I'm still I keep walking like I'm still stuck here like I don't know I don't know and then um at the last verse little breakdown thing it um I'm gonna read some of the lyrics it says I'll get back up on my feet and I'll brush myself off I'll fall down again but that's not where I stop I'll keep trying to be here, fighting to breathe, even when I don't feel that someone needs me. And then um, I said, so I'll work on these shoes, cleaning them up. I know they won't be perfect, but they'll be enough. And that's probably one of my favorite lines, because, like, no, we're not ever going to be perfect, but what you can do is enough. And it doesn't matter how broken you may be, you can still fix it and work on it and there's not really ever like a point where you're too far where you can't come back from it I think I hit a low but I came back from it I like rebuilt myself I don't know why I chose shoes to be the metaphor for it <laughs> but that's what I did you can I guess you can use like a lot of things like whatever makes more sense to you but like 
just anything that is broken and you can fix it and you can use them you can walk in them you can go they'll be fine they'll work again yeah I love that and also so we're gonna play this song at the end so you guys can hear the song but um yeah I think it's a beautiful metaphor of just like because that we're all broken right and and I love how you like express that in your song and like kind of the faith you showed in the song of like I don't understand why I'm here right now, but I'm like trusting that there's a reason and I'm going to keep fighting and pushing for that and working through this depression right? to to be here and help someone and, and grow and work through my brokenness rather than letting it like define me. Yeah, exactly. And And you never know like who else may need it. So just like another reason I wrote, I wrote this song is because like, I know I'm not the only one that has felt that before. And sometimes just like knowing that you're not alone is helpful. So I wanted to put that into words and put that into a song and share it so people know that they're not alone and know they can fix their shoes too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like exactly why I wanted to have you all on this podcast because several of my listeners have reached out to me like about how they deal with depression. And just, like, I think that's such a big thing to know is, like, you're not alone in this. Like, other people yeah. with it, too. And, like, there is help and hope available for you, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Did you feel like, like, any advice you would give to teens that are, like, dealing with depression or anxiety? Um, just remember, like, I know it's so hard. Like, you're going to feel like you're alone. You feel like you're the only one that understands, but you're not there's other people that are doing that are going through the exact same thing so there's that's one and then two I think like another hidden message in that song like just keep walking and help somebody else up and help them walk too just because like if you're not staying here for you stay here for somebody else like they may need you so Mm mm-hmm I love it. (laughs) Do you you feel like looking back on it, like you've like, you know, obviously like, I think mental health is always something we're working on, but like going through that, do you feel like there's like things that you've learned and like grown as a person because of it? Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's something that's not pretty. It sucks, but obviously you can learn from everything. Like we're learning every day. So just going through that and learning about myself and about like, other people realizing, like, oh, like, other people feel this, too, like, other, like, it just helped me to understand that that was normal, like, that was okay, and that there was help, and that I could help other people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, thanks for being willing to come on the show today, and, like, of course, (laughs) offer your advice, and, like, help to, like, my listeners. I think a lot of them will really benefit from, like, hearing what you have to say. And your song. (laughs) Oh, do you want to, um, tell everyone where they can find you if they want to, like, learn more about your music? Yes, I, as of right now, I just have an Instagram page, and it's Alice and Kate Music, A-L-L-I-S-O-N-K-A-T-E music okay no spaces no dots just yep and hopefully i'll get things out on spotify or soundcloud soon but yeah go follow that and i'll keep you updated (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. And then we're gonna um, play her song Shoes for the outro. All right, All right, thanks so much for coming on the show. I love you, Allie. Love you too. Bye.
need to 